Good afternoon, morning, evening, whenever you're listening or watching this. We're glad that you're back. We are PB&J. Mm-hmm. Did you want to say hello? Hello. Hi. Uh, listen, we're glad that you're with us today. If it's your first time with us, it's, uh, it's, we're glad that you're here. Mm-hmm. It's a weird place to start, but we're glad you're here. And uh, I say that because we're in the middle of a chapter, right. but that's okay. This is uh, Lunch with PB&J, a podcast where we sit and talk about Scripture, God's Word, how it applies to our lives, what it means, what it meant then, what it means now, and how we can use it to build our relationship with Christ mm-hmm. in a simple way, hopefully, <laughs> is how we like to explain things because we're simple people, like the humble PB&J. <laughs> Sandwich, that is, not just us. Uh, and so if you uh, like, if you haven't done it yet, follow, subscribe, because if you're like, oh man, I haven't listened to this or watched in a long time, it's because you forgot to subscribe. You forgot to follow, so you don't know. It's not a reminder. You need a reminder. So do that. And I then, need reminders. And then you get reminders. Yeah. And that's good. It's a good thing. Speaking of reminders. What? We're in Ephesians chapter 3. <laughs> And just a reminder of where we were last week. See yes, how I did that? Yes. See what I did there? Flowed That's good, right? right? Into that. I'm a professional communicator, people. <laughs> um, uh, so last week was a great one because we, I said I got all tingly when I read it because it talked about, uh, one of the parts that stood out to me the most was that last where we ended off in, in verse 10 of Ephesians 3. It says, God's purpose in all of this was to use the church to display his wisdom and its rich variety to all the unseen rulers, authorities, and the heavenly places. This was his eternal plan, which he carried out through Christ Jesus. And so this idea that the church has been created, we are God's plan to show who he is to the world. Mm -hmm. And so whenever we are part of a church, if we are part of the body of believers, which if you uh, are a Christian and you've given your life to Christ, then you are a part of the body of Christ. You're Mm -hmm. a part of his church. And that means that we need to be a part of a church Mm -hmm. and uh, to show everyone how it looks. And and, and the, the, the significance of what he's talking about here is, again, the message is to bring the Jew and the Gentile together. together right. God's word, God's promises, Jesus Christ is for everyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so that's what the church should look like, is it should be a picture of everyone mm-hmm. is included. Yeah. Right? right? Right. All right. I was looking at you. Okay. <laughs> so that's where we left off. We're going to pick up in verse 12. And it says, because of Christ and our faith in him, we can now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. So please don't lose heart because of my trials here. I am suffering for you. So you should feel honored. (laughs) I think that's like a good reminder that we can like that, that idea that we can, because of Christ and because of what he's done, we can come boldly and confidently into his presence and, and I just think, like, you just take that into your everyday life. So now I, I immediately thought of prayer mm-hmm. with that scripture. Um, yeah, like just the other day I prayed with a friend about something, and they called and prayed with them. And it's just that acknowledgement of because of Christ, because of what he did, I can now come boldly and confidently into mm-hmm. his presence. Not because I'm standing on my word, 
not because I'm standing on what I want or what I think needs to happen. Like I can come into his presence because of what Jesus says he's going to do. Right. And because of what he's done on the cross and my faith, I have put my faith in him so I can come confidently to him. Mm -hmm. And I just like, I just feel like we need to remind ourselves of that in our everyday lives. Yeah. You know, that scripture verse, and especially like when we pray. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and again, this is all he's he's been building to this point of uh, Jesus is for both the Jew and the Gentile, yeah. and he's talked a couple of times about this and the wall of hostility. We talked about that a few verses ago, I think, yeah. in the last chapter, maybe. I uh, talked about that Jesus has destroyed the wall of hostility, mm -hmm. but here in this verse, he also says that. Um, we can come boldly and confidently into God's presence. And so to me, that just spoke of also mm -hmm. on the cross when Jesus died, the mm -hmm. veil was torn in the right. temple, right. which separated man from the presence of God. Mm -hmm. And so not only has Jesus destroyed the wall between Jew and Gentile, he's destroyed the wall between God and man. Right. And so now we can come because of Jesus, yeah. we can come boldly and confidently. Yeah. And so it really is that thing of if you ever feel like you're not good enough for God, worthy enough to like for God to pay attention to you or, you know, we often being pastors, mm -hmm. we often hear people like feel like they, they can't come to church because of something yeah. going on in their lives. They're not worthy or they're not in yeah. a good place or they're they afraid. More think when I get it together, then I, can, yeah. then I can come. It's that old joke of, well, if I walk into church, I'm going to spontaneously combust. <laughs> um, then it probably just means that you haven't given everything to Christ yet because mm -hmm. when we give everything to Christ, it says we can come boldly right. and confidently into the presence of God. And mm -hmm. so wherever you are, that's whether that's in church, whether mm -hmm. that's in prayer, no matter what you consider to be the presence of God, mm -hmm. we can walk boldly and confidently uh, because of what Christ has done, because right. of his death and his resurrection and his forgiveness of our sins, we can be bold and confident walking into the mm -hmm. presence of God. And that's such an incredible promise. And I think one that we can sometimes take for granted. Yeah. Um, and I think it's one that we shouldn't take for granted, obviously. Mm -hmm. So, uh, And then Paul there, he said, he kind of sums up this, this. And if you remember last week, we said the first part of chapter three is kind of a side thought. <laughs> he started back in verse one saying, for when I think of all this, dot, dot, dot. And then he went off. So he sums up. Uh, he said that he was a prisoner of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so now he sums up this side thought by going, oh, by the way, again, don't be bad. Don't feel bad for me, mm -hmm. but instead being glad, uh, feel honored. Mm -hmm. I take it this way. Feel honored that you're important enough to be suffered for. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was an, uh, kind of an interesting way of saying he says, I'm suffering for you. Yeah. So you should feel honored. Paul is not trying to put a guilt trip on them. And it's like, oh, guys, because of you, <laughs> I got to sit here in prison. Yeah. Paul's like, feel honored mm -hmm. because you are worthy enough. If you weren't worthy enough for God's love, if you didn't deserve God's love, then me coming and sharing the gospel wouldn't upset everybody so mm -hmm. much. But it's this thing of because I'm preaching the gospel to you, the enemy is not happy about yeah. it. And so the enemy has come after me. It's yeah. because, because you're important mm -hmm. that I'm suffering. If I, if you weren't important, the devil wouldn't care if I came and told mm -hmm. the gospel. I think it's a reminder too. It's like, 
because um, he could have the mentality of just like, okay, because I'm suffering, woe is me, and God's not, God's not for me anymore. God's turned his back on me. You know, he could start to really doubt his faith. But instead, you know, he's like, don't lose heart. It, it, it's almost like this, the opposite of that. He's like, instead, it's almost like this inspiring thing. Yeah. Of, you know, while you watch me suffer or even while I'm suffering, like he doesn't have the mentality of that, again, that woe is me, but he's understanding that the suffering is for a purpose and a reason. Right. Um, and I just think it like, that's a reminder to me is when I see, let's say I'm going through something for Christ, when I'm suffering for Christ in a situation like, don't lose heart. Mm-hmm. In other words, when I watch another person and they're suffering for Christ, don't lose heart. Yeah, I just think that's a really powerful, um, we just got to grasp that and understand it because we have the mentality to look around at things. And when trouble comes or trials come, you know, that's the first thing is we just, oh, we lose our faith or we doubt that God mm-hmm. loves us or, you know, things like that. And he's saying, no, the opposite. Don't lose heart. Yeah. You know, it's almost like be encouraged, mm-hmm. even though you see this. I'm doing it for you. There's a reason. There's a purpose. Right. Yeah. And it's uh, it reminds me of, I don't know if it connects or not completely, but it reminds me on Sunday I talked about, I was talking about the story of Lazarus and mm-hmm. how at the end of it all, uh, the religious leader said that they, they also needed to kill Lazarus because his testimony, yeah. people were turning to Christ. And it was this thing of, you know, your testimony will be tested yeah. because it's powerful. Yeah. And it's dangerous to the enemy. And so we have to understand that when we start sharing Christ, yeah, we may be tested Mm -hmm. in in what comes at us. But it's like it's this thing of understanding it. Don't lose heart because it's it's because what you're doing is worthy of trial. It's worthy of being tested. And so I just I think that's a a powerful reminder Mm -hmm. that Paul is trying to pass on to them Mm -hmm. as well as to us. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's go. Uh, let's go <laughs> to the next verse here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just said uh, okay. So we're gonna now we're gonna shift back to Paul's original thought at the beginning of this okay. chapter. Okay. So Paul was beginning a prayer is where he was at the beginning of three, and then got sidetracked, started chasing a squirrel, going down a rabbit trail, whatever whatever <laughs> metaphor you want to use here. Okay. Um, so now he's going to finish it. So verse fourteen through nineteen, I'm gonna read now. Okay. It says, when I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father. This is how he started. The creator of everything in heaven and earth. I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower you with the inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. It's a a lot (laughs) there. And so really Paul's prayer is, uh, if you were to sum it, condense it down into a few words, Paul's prayer is really he's praying for spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. I just want to see you guys grow from, and I love how he said it. He's like uh, that you would grow from God's, from his glorious, unlimited resources. Mm-hmm. In other words, everything that you need yeah. 
to grow closer to God, to be strong in your faith, to be determined in, in the face of testing and in trials and all that. Everything that you need is in God. His right. resources are unlimited. Right. We covered that somewhere earlier. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's that God has provided everything we need. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know how he uses the phrase, when I think of all these things... Well, again, he uses that earlier in in the beginning of verse or chapter three, and it's just like this statement: "When I think of all these things," and it really made me go kind of in this thought pattern of like, "What do I think about?" Mm -hmm. And you know how like there's so much going on in the world, and if you were to sit and just you know think about all the negative things, it leads to anxiety and stress and and all this worry and fear. But Paul says, when I think of all these things, and what he's talking about is all these things that God has done. Mm -hmm. All these, all the revelation, all the, you know, the thing, the things that have like, okay, he's made a plan from the beginning of time. Like all the things we've talked about. He says, when I think of all these things, I fall to my knees and I pray to the Father. And it just really made me realize, like when we meditate and we think about God, and that is, that's like, what consumes our mind and our thinking, mm -hmm. it drives us to pray. Yeah. Like when we think about God, it drives us to pray. When we think about bad things, it drives us to worry and stress and fear. So like what what's filling up your mind? Yeah. So Paul's like, when I think about all these things that God has done, um, I fall to my knees and I pray. And so I just think about like how important that is of what's consuming our thoughts and our minds and that it would drive us to pray. Um, I kind of broke this up into kind of two. I'm sure you could like break it up to more than this, but I kind of yeah. looked at it and thought he's, he's praying for two different things here. Um, and also before I go into that, like I just thought too, if you're stuck in your prayers, if you feel like, like, I just don't know what to pray these days. I don't know. I'm just, you know, you, you have a heart to pray, but you don't know what to pray. Right. I think it's so important to take scripture yeah. and to pray scripture. Um, so these verses that he, he has here, like, pray this. Pray mm -hmm. this over yourself. Pray this over your family. Pray this over, you know, your enemies. Like, pray this prayer because it's, it's God's purpose for us. What, what he lists here is God's purpose for us. It's yeah. what God wants for us. So I just think it's important to, if you do, if you get stuck, like I can admit to that. I get stuck of like, what should I pray? Mm -hmm. um, I have a heart to pray. It's like you just, yeah, you're distracted or you don't, you just, so I want to pray God's word because I know that that's not empty. That's really founded on what he wants mm -hmm. and that God's going to, God's going to answer that prayer because it's his word. Um, but I kind of broke it down into two things of what is Paul praying here? And the first is he's praying for strength, you know, and it, it, it's that he says um, it's the inner strength that comes through his spirit. And I, I just think it's so important as we pray for God's strength that we acknowledge and recognize that it's only going to come through his spirit. Yeah. yeah. Um, because there's just such a, there's such a, movement today for people to find their strength in themselves mm -hmm. to find them their strength and like these people may call themselves christian they may you know be in church but they they really believe they have strength in themselves right and um 
yeah, I didn't even know how to word this, but there's just so much in the world today that's just like, oh, I want to take a piece of this and a piece of this and I want to mix it. And, and then they just create what they think is going to make them strong. Yeah. And we just really need to understand that anything that you think is going to empower you or make you strong or anything, if it's not grounded and rooted in God's word, throw it out. Yeah. Like it's dangerous. It's not good. Throw it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I even, I even made the point of it wasn't until after the Holy Spirit came on to Jesus yeah. that he began his ministry. Yeah. And so if, and I'm not, you know, we can go down all kinds of rabbit holes here, but I think we have to look at the, the point, part of the reason Jesus came into our world as a man. Mm-hmm. as human flesh and blood mm-hmm. is to show us how how to live in this world that we're a part of mm-hmm. right and so i think there's a great significance to the fact that jesus went and he was baptized in water and the holy spirit came upon him before yeah he went into ministry yeah. before he began getting into that position of being attacked by the enemy from there he went was tempted in the wilderness for 40 days mm-hmm. by the devil you know and and, and so uh, i think it, it it speaks to us it's the importance of why do we need the spirit yeah. to empower us jesus needed the spirit yeah to, to 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 perform the ministry that he was sent here to do and so i think it's an important aspect that we have to understand that that's where we that's as you said, that's where we get our power from. Yeah. And I like the, the where it says it's on, you know, the unlimited resources mm-hmm. that he's going to empower us with and give us inner strength. Because, like, so the devil is a counterfeiter, right? Mm-hmm. And so he will try to tell you, oh, this is going to make you strong or this is going to make you strong. And he will counterfeit what God has. He'll fake it. Yeah. And they'll be like, an ounce of like, oh, this empowers me, or this makes me strong, or right. I'm going to go after this, or go after, and but it's limited, right? It's limited, and so you're going to find at some point the end of that, and you're going to like, you're going to find yourself weak, you're going to find yourself mm-hmm. broken, you're going to find yourself back to the beginning of, man, I thought I was strong, but so this is why we have to we have to seek strength. Through the Holy Spirit. Because I think it, I can give you an example of it in, in just in my life of mm-hmm. say I, I get up on a Sunday and I, I preach a message and I come down off the off the stage there and I have different people coming up to me and I'll, I'll have one person walk up to me and go, oh my goodness, that was amazing. That mm-hmm. was so great. And if I'm not careful to acknowledge, well, praise God, because that's his spirit speaking yeah. through me then what I can be susceptible to is pride yeah. of all of a sudden. And then that can empower me for a moment. Yeah. It of, feels yes, good for a yes, moment. Yes, I'm a fantastic speaker. I agree, right? I can That can empower me. But then see what happens is I can walk two more steps and another person will come up and go, well, I think you were off a little bit in, in this and I don't agree with what you said about this. And are you sure you know what you're talking about here? And they can begin to question and, and yeah. call me out on some different things. And if I'm empowered by the words of people yeah. and confidence in myself, then those other comments will absolutely devastate me. Yeah. But if I recognize that, okay, I'm getting up as a voice of God and I believe that I'm being led by the Spirit, then as I check myself and go, okay, was what I said of God, then I can take the highs and the lows and everything in between and just go, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Everything just kind of flows off of you because yeah. you realize... 
I don't I don't need I don't need man to empower me. I right. just need the Holy Spirit. I just right. need to do what he's given me. Right. And some of us might be tempted in different areas of what to look for, like what, how to find our strength. Mm -hmm. Right. I have started just as I'm praying, like praying for strength. I have like, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be these big spiritual things of, okay, God, I pray for your strength to, um, I don't know, like to share the gospel. We should. Yeah. But like, I have like, God, I need your strength to speak to my kids today. Yeah. I need your strength to have the energy to wake up and work out today. I yeah. need your strength to whatever it is. Like it's not, it, I will, I will find no strength in myself. Yeah. I just have to keep going to his spirit and he's the one that's going to give me that strength. But I love how he, he cares about the small details of my day and the huge things like right. let, you know, give me the strength to spread the gospel. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I like how he, he flows into this thought. Cause these are just like, he's just like lefts and rights uh -huh. here, just bam, bam, bam. But he says it's only after we receive that. I think it's important. We notice that it's only after we re we receive the spirit after. Uh, sorry. Only <laughs> after we receive the spirit will Christ make his home in, in our, our hearts. hearts. Right. And how does he make his home? In our, as we trust in him. Right. So you see this. You other. see this circle thing of what comes first, the Holy Spirit or Christ. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's exactly what comes first. Right. Yeah. Is we accept Christ, the Spirit comes alive in us, mm -hmm. but the Spirit comes alive in us as we make Christ, mm -hmm. you know, at home in our heart. And so it's, just, it's like this thing of you need both. You've right. got to have both. And as, as we learn to trust in Him, then one gets stronger and, right. and all those things. And so it's an important thing to understand that if you're not feeling empowered by the spirit mm -hmm. maybe you haven't given christ a home in your heart yet mm -hmm. maybe he's not at home there and so it's kind of like this thing of if i'm at home at your home all right uh then i will feel free to invite my friends over to your house <laughs> it's like hey i'm gonna stop by my friend's house and i know they'd be cool with you coming too so yeah. just come on over but if i don't feel at home there i'm not gonna invite somebody else to come right right because they may not be welcome right yeah. And so it's this thing of when we make Christ at home in our hearts mm -hmm. and we trust him fully, then as he feels at home in us, he invites all, hey, come hang out with me over at Ben and Joy's house. <laughs> and like, hang out with me in their hearts. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a good place. It's a welcome place. You also see the Trinity here because it mentions, yeah. I, who, do, who do I pray to? I pray to the Father, right? The creator of everything. And then it mentions, you know, he's going to empower us through his spirit. And then Christ will make his home in our hearts. Mm. So you see the Trinity at work in this growth that, that he's talking about. Yeah. And then he keeps going. He says, your roots will grow down. As that happens, then your roots will grow down into God's love mm -hmm. and it will keep you strong. Mm -hmm. And so we see that uh, from that, I, I take that. God's love for us is the foundation of our faith, mm -hmm. right? Our roots, the more that we trust in Jesus, the yeah. more we make him at home in our hearts, the more of the spirit that comes in and empowers us, then those roots will just continue to grow down. Well, what are they growing down into? They're growing down into God's love. Mm -hmm. God's love is what is at the foundation of our faith. Mm -hmm. Until you truly believe, mm -hmm. believe with everything in you believe without a doubt that God loves you yeah. that God loves you despite your flaws despite your weaknesses despite your failures until you believe that God loves you no matter what yeah. unconditionally yeah. unconditionally 
right? You have a shaky foundation in faith because then you're constantly questioning, have I messed up too much? Have Mm -hmm. I gone too far? Does God still love me? Does he until, but when you believe that he loves you, no matter what, everything else we do is anchored in that love. Yeah. Everything else. There's all of a sudden no fear of failure. Because sometimes the reason we don't do for God is because we're afraid of failure. But if we believe with all of our hearts that God will love us even if we fail, if we try and we fail, then it removes fear. Mm -hmm. What was that verse? Perfect love casts out all fear. Perfect love casts out all fear. And so our, our strength to do what needs to be done or to not do mm-hmm. what God is asking us to not do <laughs> our strength to do or not do to, to speak yeah. and, and to trust in him is rooted all in his love for mm-hmm. us first and foremost. So, so that second, you know, again, I just divided it into for pray for that strength that comes from the Holy spirit. And then it says what Ben's talking about, pray for that understanding that you have the power to understand. And then what I found so amazing is because when I think of, oh, God, give me the power to understand, you know, my first thought goes to, let me understand what's happening in the world today. Let me understand every scripture verse in the deep Greek meaning, you know, let me understand. And then looking at this, what does God want me to understand (laughs) more than anything else? It's that all God's people should know how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. So I need his strength that's going to come from his Holy Spirit. But I also, the prayer is that I have an understanding of God's love for me. And just like what you're talking about, um, we can grow because it's rooted in this this love. Mm -hmm. And, And yeah, it's just so important to understand that love. And I think... I don't know. Like, I know we throw around so often, God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. You know, so often that you'd think people would understand God loves them. But I don't, like, I don't think we do. I don't think we understand. Again, it goes like, I love even how that's worded and separated. How wide, how long, how high, how deep his love is. Like, it's basically like every dimension it's ever reaching yes every dimension of god's love he wants us to understand and i think if i i don't know if the the way i probably struggle the most in my walk with god is i get in these mindsets where i really don't i don't understand or i don't think i'm worthy or i don't you know um and then when i get rooted back in that it just brings me out of that pit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I think that's huge. A, a prayer that we need to have is God help me to understand your love. You think it, you go back to Paul's in prison. Yeah. Like we can't, we got to go back to the context. Paul's in prison and he's saying, Hey guys, I want you to understand how much God loves you. Mm-hmm. Like this is why he was able to be in those type of circumstances and understand that God's still in control. God's yeah. not, turned his back on me. He still has a plan for me. He's still working in my life. He's still working in your life. Um, because he understood even in prison, how deep, how wide, yeah. you know, God's well, love. And, and then I, I love the way he kind of sums it up. He says, uh, I just may you experience the love of Christ though. It is too great to understand yeah. fully. <laughs> and he's like, listen, I want you to experience the yeah. love of Christ, even though you're not going to be able to understand it. Yeah. It's too, it's too big. It's too, 
So it kind of speaks to what you're saying yeah. is like, do we, we say it enough that people should get it yeah. and yet they don't. Yeah. But when I read that, I, I, I'm honest, I'm going to put joy on the spot here a little bit um, oh, no. is not in a bad way, but <laughs> there's been times in our marriage where I have told you that I love you and mm -hmm. you're like, I don't understand why, mm -hmm. you know, for whatever reason, just own insecurities really yeah. is what it comes down to yeah. is your own insecurities. And you're like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know why. And in those moments, it's difficult for me. Mm -hmm. Like I can kind of put myself in God's shoes a little bit because it's like it's difficult for me as a as a person, as a human to go. I don't know how to explain it to you. Yeah. Like I can't. I can't explain why I love you. Yeah. I can't explain how much I love you. Mm -hmm. All I can tell you is that I love you. When there's trust that has to come with yeah. that too. Because like, it just as he, as he says those things to me and as God says those things to me, I love you. I love you. We are looking through the perspective of our own eyes. Yeah. We're looking through the filter of our own, like whatever. And God's like, no, see me through my eyes right see me through what i've done for you stop looking you know with that warped you know misconception of yeah. of love because it's you know we just look and filter it through that i'm not good enough i'm not yeah. i don't measure up and that's not how god loves us yeah which is why i think it goes to the next verse then is uh or just the last end of that thought is then you will be made complete in the fullness of life and power that comes from god yeah and so it's this thing of He's like, man, I wish you could experience the fullness of Christ's love, even though it's too big for you to understand, <laughs> because then you would be made complete. Mm -hmm. Again, it goes back to our identity and the foundation of who we are and the confidence that we can have to just be with God mm -hmm. is grounded in his love mm -hmm. for us. Mm -hmm. And so it's this thing of if you could just, man, if you could just experience the love that Jesus has for you, yeah. you would be complete. Yeah. You wouldn't need anything else. You wouldn't need encouragement from anyone else. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't need words from anyone else. You wouldn't need possessions and material things to make you feel important yeah. or to, to completely try to fill voids with all these with, with material things, with with substances, with people. We yeah. try to fill all these voids. And he's like, if you could just experience the love of Jesus Christ, right. even though you can't explain it, right. you would be complete. Right. And so that really has to become what we desire and what we drive after in life, mm -hmm. because that is the fullness of it all. Is I just, and so there has to be this element. There's a bit of a faith involved in just yeah. trusting that he loves us. Yeah. He loves us. And out of that, he is going to do things that we can't even imagine, which is mm -hmm. the next verse we yeah. go into. Yeah. But it, it really does. Like I equate it to that love that we have for one another or the love that you have for your children, mm -hmm. you know, is just this unexplainable mm -hmm. love. I was thinking you were, you were using me as a, yeah. that is an example there, but I was sitting there thinking about kids where, you know, when you're a child and you're, and you, you try to understand when your parents says they love you, mm -hmm. but you're a child and you just don't completely get it. Mm -hmm. Right. You feel their love, you know, they're yes, mom and dad love me, but it, it doesn't make sense to you until you have children of your own. Yeah. And then it's like, mm, 
Now yeah. I understand how much they loved me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but it's that, it's that growth. Um, and I think like God wants us to experience that. And the deeper our roots go in his love, the more we understand it. Mm-hmm. And I think this side of heaven, we're not going to, he says, we're not going to completely understand that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure until we get to heaven and we're in his presence, like, you know, that we'll get it. But it's like, that's our goal is just to go deeper and deeper and deeper in his love. Yeah. And that comes through just getting to know him better. Yeah. You know, his word, his word tells me how much he loves me. Yeah. Um, it's that daily experience. It's his spirit inside when I pray. All these things will teach me how much he loves me, mm-hmm. you know. And I think too, I, I think just being consistent, even in ourselves of just expressing our love for God. Yeah. Because I think the more that you do that, I feel like you, I feel like it adds to mm-hmm. the experience, so to speak, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, again, having kids, you tell your kids that you love them, yeah. but man, <laughs> I got little Gracie, our little Gracie, she's four. And every once in a while, she doesn't do it a lot, which is, I think, why I, why it's so meaningful when she does it. But every once in a while, she'll come over, you know, she'll come and say goodnight to me and stuff like that. I get a hug and she just comes out and goodnight, daddy, and then runs back to bed. But every once in a while, she'll come over and she will give me the biggest hug yeah. and put her head on my shoulder. And it's the way she says it, too, because she's a little... She got, she's expressive, uh, but she'll just, she says it in such a way that it's almost like I'm silly for not knowing this, yeah. but she's like, oh, daddy, I love you. Oh, dad. it's just that, oh, daddy, oh, daddy, I love you. Yeah. And it's just so funny the way she says it. And it's so meaningful. And I think right. how much more mm-hmm. would it mean, does it mean for God mm-hmm. who has poured out his love on us? Because relationships, not about a one-sided love. Yeah. Yeah. It is a shared thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then he finishes out the chapter with one of my favorite mm-hmm. couple verses in the whole Bible, Ephesians 3, verses 20 and 21. It says, Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power. I, I paused there because that's, that's a powerful <laughs> thought right there, and I was going to stop, and I'm not going to, even though I just did. All glory to God who is able. You could put a period, an exclamation mark there. You could leave a blank line right after it. What's he able? Just he's able. Right. Through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Mm -hmm. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Mm -hmm. Amen. We need to write this one on our mind mm. and just walk around with it all day long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you got something on it? Mm-mm. Okay. I'm just going to sum it up this way. I don't have a lot to say about it. I didn't even write notes on it because I'm going to tell you what I've always, how I've always taken this verse. All right. It's, I'm going to read it one more time because it's powerful. All glory to God who is able through his mighty power to at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Mm -hmm. Here's the way I've always read this verse. This is what I believe uh, Paul was trying to get to and try to express in these words to us as believers is God wants you to think big and he wants Mm -hmm. you to dream big and he wants you to ask big and pray big and believe big and trust big and have faith big and live big. Mm -hmm. And as big as you think you're living, Mm -hmm. God can do infinitely more than that, Mm -hmm. more than you can even think Mm -hmm. or even begin to imagine. Yeah. 
all right? So as imaginative as you think you are, as big as your ask may feel at times, in other words, God, I just don't even see how this is possible, but I'm going to ask anyway. And God, I don't even know how this could ever come to be, but this is my dream of what I want to do for you. God, I don't even know where the resources would come from, but God, this is how I want to live my life for you. God, I don't even know if a person like this exists, but this is the person I want to be married to. God, I don't even know how this person could change, but this is the person I want to be married to. All right. <laughs> like I just, all of those things, think as big yeah. and as powerful as you can possibly think, be imaginative, be descriptive, all of those things. And God can do more than that. Mm -hmm. Not just more, mm -hmm. infinitely, infinitely more, more than you could ever think imagine or ask God can and do. it is time that we actually start believing God's word yeah not just saying it and thinking it's fluffy but actually start believing it. it yeah <laughs> yeah so that's a yeah I love that verse and that's a good place to end right there mm -hmm. all right so I want you to think on that this week I want you to start thinking big imagining big dreaming big there's some things in all of our lives where we need God to do yeah. something huge. We don't even know how or where or how, why or what or all of those things that, that could ever happen. And God says, just trust me. Yeah. Trust me and know this. Ground your prayers in the knowledge of God's love for you. Yeah. Ground your prayers in that. Let that be the foundation of all that you pray for, all that you ask for, all that you do. Mm -hmm. And as you do that, and you put your faith in Christ, his Holy Spirit lives in you, mm -hmm. and you will experience the love of God mm -hmm. in such a way that you can't explain it to other people. <laughs> you can't explain it to other people, but it will embolden you and give you confidence to pray prayers that seem too big. Right. And you're going to realize pretty soon that, man, God did more. You're yeah. going to pray a prayer, God's going to answer it, and you're going to say, God did more than I even imagined. That's he happened would. in my life. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> Glory. Woo. I almost got preaching there for a second. That's not what this is, though. This is a podcast about simple things. So we're going to leave it at that, guys. Uh, thank you so much for, for being with us. These last couple episodes, I'm going to say it um, in, in, in the most confident way possible. These last couple episodes, I believe, are two of the most powerful episodes that we've had talking about things that I believe the church and believers need yeah. to hear today as yeah. joy just said it's time that we start believing what the word of god says putting it into practice and grounding the way that we'll do that is by grounding it in the knowledge right. of god's love for us god loves you today if you're listening to this and made it this far and you're questioning it i don't know what's wrong with you but god <laughs> loves you and if you need to know more about that then i ask that you would contact us direct message us through our social media uh, on, on um, facebook on instagram leave a comment um, in on youtube or wherever you're listening to this uh, you can also email us at lunchwithpbnj at gmail.com and we would love to answer any questions that you have uh, if you're in the area we'll even sit down and have a coffee with you <laughs> all right well whatever it is we'd love to to help you just grow closer and closer in your walk with jesus that's why we're doing this mm -hmm. we're doing it for you and we're doing it so that others may know and experience Christ the way that we have in our lives as well. So continue to follow along, continue to subscribe, hit that bell so you don't miss the next episode. And uh, guys, thanks for being with us today. We hope you have a blessed week and we'll see you next time on Lunch with PB&J. I guess. <laughs> <laughs>